This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. I am one of your hosts, Brandon. You can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. Also joined here today by the always on the show, Dave. You can follow him on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. Dave, how are you this morning? I am doing great. I got this huge mug of coffee. I'm ready to rock and roll. How are you doing? I am doing awesome as always. Hey, did you know uh, 25 more episodes and we hit 200? This is our uh, 175th episode. Yeah, 25 more weeks. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, we'll probably still be uh, recording weekly. Yeah, I mean it's. I mean, when is that? November. Um, I think it's November. All right, so around November, any uh, anybody want to submit some uh, congratulatory stuff already? Happy two well, hundred. Yeah, we'll we'll accept no, everything. It's three hundred, David. <laughs> three hundred. Yeah, did I say one seventy five or did I say two seventy five? Did I not say any? You didn't say any. This is episode two seventy five. Okay, so three hundred. Yeah. Oh, we have to do a This is Sparta intro or something. That's not a thing for me. I will. But, yeah, so uh, episode 275. Did you tell everyone about our t-shirts? I did not. ProWrestlingTees.com slash marking out. Pick up a t-shirt or two or three or four. Yeah, don't forget on Facebook, give us a like. Facebook.com slash marking out. We are always willing to talk to you guys about everything and anything. Whether it is pro wrestling, whether it's life advice, we can be your life coach. You just have life to coach. be open to it. Who are you, Bob Backlund? Bob Backlund. I can easily be Bob Backlund. Yeah, but uh, I don't think life advice is what we're going to be giving out. I mean, we can. I mean, we I mean, definitely can, yes. There's no uh, saying that. It's like 100% correct what we'd be saying, but it's our opinions. Well, so. advice is not like a yes or no. Like, yeah, I mean, We could help you guys uh, get through some difficult times or some easy times, whatever you may choose. So, And, uh, and it, is, it is confirmed, marking out that, I mean, uh, YouTube.com slash marking out 11 does work. Yeah, so <laughs> go over there, watch every single uh, YouTube video that's up. Um, it doesn't even have to be, if you're interested in it, just watch it. Um, yeah. So what have you done this week that has been so, uh, amazing? Anything good? (laughs) No, nothing great. I don't know. Wow. I mean, it was my birthday. It was my 27th birthday. Wow. 31. Congratulations. (laughs) Yeah. 31. How old are you? 45? Screw you. (laughs) How was, uh, how was your birthday? What did you do? Uh, well, I was supposed to go out on Saturday with, like, friends, and then that, like, completely fell apart, so I ended up going out on Friday night 
with one friend, Saturday night with another friend. All right. Which did you go anywhere good? Dude, it sucks. First of all, Friday night I went to Benihana. Okay. Ever been there? Uh, a long time ago. I don't know if I've ever long, been. Long, long time ago. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I've ever been to Benihana before that, but it's like I, I absolutely, I, I, I hate hibachi mm-hmm. because it's like you've seen one, you've seen them all. Yeah. No, that's it's a repeating gimmick. It really is. I just, I just wanted something different. I mean, you have like the shrimp flip, you have the uh, onion ring volcano, you have the little pisser uh, what, what sauce is that? guy. What, I don't know what that is. Um, it's it's like a little kid taking a whiz, and when they squeeze it, the shorts or something lifts up, and the person like squirts the soy sauce or the sake. I've never seen that. Yeah, they have. They have like they have like hibachi in general. It just has all these like gimmicks. But yeah, you got the egg roll. You got the heartbeat. Yep, yep, yep. But yeah, so I. Uh... Hey, look, egg roll. Yeah, and then everybody still laughs after they've seen it like ten times. Dude, the guy. First of all, our guy was doing his shtick, whatever. Finishes finally, and the table next to us, the guy starts going. A different guy, mm-hmm. and he starts doing so many more things. Oh, our guy didn't do the egg roll. I feel show cheated. off. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So I gen gen genuinely no generally stay away <laughs> from. From Hibachi, but I went because I had nothing else to do. All right, and I went to uh, we're, me, me and uh, Nikki went to uh, this place called Samurai, and that place was pretty good. But it's the hibachi? same thing. But I think they had uh, they also had sushi there too. I don't know if they usually have yeah, sushi. Yeah, no, they had sushi at. They, do they? I I mean, it's a Japanese place. That's true. I'm sure that that's probably a everything thing, but but I uh, yeah, and then Saturday I was going to go to Cheesecake Factory. Went to Cheesecake Factory. It was like an hour long wait, so we went. We ended up at Olive Garden instead. Which which Cheesecake Factory? Uh, in Westbury. Oh, all right, that makes sense. I've never been to. I think actually, maybe I went to Olive Garden once. It's you don't 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 go to Olive Garden. Every time I think of Olive Garden, I think of uh, Just Incredible. Why? Because that's, oh, where, it used that's to where, work. where it used to work. Now yeah. now you should just be thinking Virgil. There. And if, if it's good enough for Virgil, then you know you should not be eating there. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, you know on. you should not go there. Yeah. Like, I got soup salad and breadsticks for dinner. Uh-huh. It's like, what else? Am I? I'm not eating your Italian yeah. food. No. I and, mean... And the, and the only reason why we ended up there was because there was no weight. Yeah. Sucks. All right. So Why I didn't you go yet, to like Grand Lux or something? That Grand Lux would have also been it's it's the same owner of Cheesecake Factory. It would have oh we called Grand Lux. Grand Lux was also an hour wait. They're booked. Yeah, so all right, it's unfortunate. And I didn't get a, a Carvel cake this year yet. What? Because there's quote unquote no room in the freezer. Wow. All right. They have there's there's tons of. This they have this new thing out, I guess. It's like it's it's like this the craze is sweeping everywhere. The the sweeping uh-huh. craze or whatever. There's it's rice cauliflower, it's called. Rice cauliflower. Yeah, it's like it's like finely like chopped up cauliflower, whatever. It like mimics rice, so like you can make it and people make it into like fried rice, I guess, instead of actually using the rice. That sounds actually pretty good. Well, 
It's just, it just to me, it just tastes like cauliflower. But everyone well, else, it. everyone else is like, oh my god, this is the greatest thing ever. Trader Joe's sells it. They limit you to two a thing now. Wow. My freezer is stocked, filled with it. So that's why, because of this new craze, I have no room for a Carvel cake. Wow. I should check out Trader Joe's. I always figured Trader Joe's is like the most expensive place. But in reality, they aren't, right? They're not. They sell cheap things, yeah. Yeah. And, I, I, and I have you, to buy more like uh, healthy things to be cooking. Well, I mean, healthy, you could just go anywhere, I'm sure. Well, I mean, like, I, yeah, I need to buy more healthy food and more food to uh, put on more uh, mass and everything. Because with the stress of school and everything like that, I, I'm not eating too well, so I have to eat a lot more. Well, you I, could, I, need, I, need, I need to go on that Triple H diet. You could go to, what is that? I don't know, what, he has like six or eight meals a day? Does he? Yeah, he eats a lot. Why don't you go on the Rock diet? I don't know what that he, diet is. He eats like 30 eggs a day or something? No. That, is that, is his that a cholesterol thing? has to be through the roof, though. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not if you're – how does that work? You're working it off. I guess. He does work hard. I don't know. But he's also a lot bigger than I am. Yeah, well. So maybe one day you can – That's all going to go into like <laughs> – yeah. Yeah. Well. Um. All right. But you, you can go to Trader Joe's and ask them to try stuff. So Yeah, that's always – I've heard that you could do that. Actually, you spoke well, about I it. I spoke it on the show, yeah. Um, but my week has been good. Has it though? Yeah, it has. Uh, finals are all done. So I'm so relieved to be done with finals. Um, I'm about to start my clinical rotation, so I'm excited for all of that. And it's just – right now it's kind of uh, – um, smooth. I I don't want to. I'll knock on wood. Just say uh, like smooth, smooth, smooth sailing. Jazz. Oh, smooth sailing. I was going with jazz. But. <laughs> yeah, right now life is kind of like smooth jazz. <laughs> uh, oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, but everything is going well right now. Uh. Yeah. And um. Oh, did you see? Uh. Are you going to end up getting those tickets to Garth Brooks? I don't know. I don't. I first of all, I would really like to because it's been. I mean, I've since I've gone started going to concerts. I've wanted to see Garth Brooks, and it's been like twenty years since he's played New York. Mm-hmm. So, I would like to. It's just the fact that it's at Yankee Stadium, like like City Field is a quick. It's Long Island Railroad straight there. Yeah, yeah. Yankee Stadium is Long Island Railroad to Penn Station, then Penn Station to to Yankee Stadium through the subway system. Yeah, I don't. I'm not it's, like confident it's a, it's in a my. Slip. Yeah, I'm not confident with my subway system game. So. Yeah, I, I always want to like improve my subway system game and like New York City in general game because I will get out of Penn Station and I'll be lost. Like I legit like I have to go by. Either like I mean, if I know where I have to go, I could get there. But outside of that, it doesn't come second nature. Like, I I need so much help there, but I also need help with Roosevelt Field Mall. So what, dude? I still get lost there. I'll like think I park somewhere and I'll go walk down to like Macy's and I'll be like, nope. Why don't you just remember where you parked? I try, but I keep on. I know where it is. It's just I keep on making the wrong. Uh, Turns. I guess I'm making four less. Yeah. So, so as as for Garth Brooks, I would definitely like to be getting tickets to that. 
right. So. But it's just it's like the subway system. It's like I go and I have so many other shows that require me to get there by subway. Yeah. And it's like I'm always I go like okay I need to go from this stop I need to go get off at this stop. Yeah. yeah. And then like I know I'm going either uptown or downtown, so you go either uptown downtown and then like once you figure it out you're like okay. Now I'm on the train. I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Is this gonna be? Is this gonna stop here? And then it's like, it's just like, oh, why can't it just be like? <laughs> Who knows? Maybe you'll end up living in New York City or something or Queens. I definitely, I would hate that. <laughs> and Queens, where would I? I don't know. I can never live in the city either. I don't like like I like having my own car. First yeah, of all, I would I never hate street parking. How about the fact that you pay for mo- so much more money for things there? For oh no yeah, reason. that too. A dollar menu for McDonald's. Not that I've eaten fast food in whatever many years. A dollar menu is like a, a, a three dollar menu. Yeah, everything is bumped up. It's for absurd. the tourists and stuff. It's not just tourists. I don't know. It's just maybe. Oh, maybe because of rent. The rent is probably the very rent high is there too. Too damn high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And rent is absurd. You get you get so much little tiny space. It's a million dollars. Makes yeah. no sense. Yeah, I know. I know. All right. But on to the actual show. Why did you ask me about Garth Brooks? I don't know. It was just random convo. Oh. It flowed. I thought so, for, I thought maybe you were like, oh, I'll go with you. And then you were like, no, I've seen him on YouTube. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a need to see him. How's that like not like a thing that you want? I don't know. I'd rather see Kenny Chesney again. You you keep saying that every He's time perform- I ask you to go, you say no because the price. Well, that's because I'm not paying seventy like seventy to eighty dollars. David, just because you paid twenty dollars once does not mean you're going to be able to pay twenty dollars again. You know, I was spoiled. Okay, I was spoiled by that concert. You, you saw him before he took off. Like, oh, he was already t- taken off during take that time. Off to another tier. I don't know. I think that. He's only playing stadiums now, as opposed to yeah. But I still feel like he was on that level when he did perform there. Well, but how did we see him there? I don't know. Many other people play there. Yeah, I mean, but. Sting and Peter Gabriel are playing there as well as as Madison Square Garden, but uh. but like stadium wise, I don't know. That's eighty thousand so. people. Yeah. All right. Let's talk. Well, let's go. It. Let's oh. add to our comments section right now. Uh, from Donnie, I'm glad I found you guys. I love WWE, and Zack Ryder is my favorite wrestler. I found you guys from watching Z True Long Island Story. You guys are awesome, and keep up the good work. Plus, I'm from Long Island too. Um, that's pretty cool that somebody found us from ZTLIS. From our six six uh, bro, uh, not broskies. Are yeah. you serious, bro? Tweet of the weeks, and yeah, our one definitely of the week. Definitely appreciate it. Yeah. Um. Definitely appreciate you listening and everything like that. Always, always a fan of our fans. And it's see, look at that. Zach Ryder's done so much for the show. He's still yeah. helping out, even though it's been years since we've been associated with the show. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's always awesome to see supporters of Zach, like everyone coming together because of 
Zachary Ryder. <laughs> like the time, <laughs> the time we were at. What was it? It was it WrestleMania twenty. I don't remember what it was, but he was in a battle royal, and like we were at your house for it. And mm-hmm. I think I don't know if it was WrestleMania twenty seven or not, but like we were all like flipping out that he almost won the battle royal. Yeah, I mean it's safe to say whenever we see Zack Ryder, we always flip out. Like yeah, I mean, especially like this, in the in like, the larger than life moments. But like this wasn't a group of like four people. It was like a group of like yeah, I don't know, like fourteen, fifteen people. It was, yeah, it was pretty cool. Um. Yeah, and Donnie, that video that you made of uh, at WrestleMania was awesome. Um, I don't know if you ever make any other videos, tweet them on over to us. We'll check them out. Those reaction videos are always cool. Yeah, um, they're very uh, genuine and everything like that. But hey, keep on uh, supporting Zack Ryder. Woo woo woo, you know it. So all right, what else? Um, some. You want so you want sports entertainment instead, and we'll just talk about like uh, Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro, which uh, kicked off with Chris Jericho hosting the highlight reel. Um, and I guess let's before we say this, uh, there's no SmackDown again this week because it's Thursday. Yeah. Instead of Thursday, instead of Friday. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so the it, highlight... hopefully, hopefully people are okay with that. I mean, I'm let's sure. be realistic. Is anything really happening on SmackDown that we're missing? Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I'll we basically mentioned the only thing worth noting from SmackDown, I mean, which isn't really, even like, worth noting. Yeah, it's like you miss a Vaude Villains match. Uh, like that's, I mean, on a weekly basis, you're missing Vaude Villains, and you're missing. That's really it. You... I mean, there's some Becky and uh, Emma stuff, and then it's just again, it's. It's more Roman Reigns versus AJ Styles stuff, and I don't understand. I don't really understand the booking, but yeah, whatever. But exactly, the highlight reel was kicked off, and Jericho said that the guest was going to be Dean Ambrose, but Dean Ambrose, of course, was too injured to be there that night because of Mitch the Plant, and uh, instead, Big Cass came out, put Jericho in his place, gave him the big boot. Yeah, rocked him with that big boot. Yeah, and then Jericho found Stephanie McMahon backstage later, or after this, basically, and uh, complained to her. And she was like, you know what? Chris Jericho, you're going to be in the main event tonight against Big Cass. Yeah. and Very happy for, I mean, it's unfortunate why Big Cass is in this position right now, but I'm very happy to see him in this position as opposed to them being like, your partner's injured, I'm sorry, but we're going to take you off TV while he's unable to compete. Yeah, and it, see, it's interesting because I ha- like I had a feeling that the Vaude villains would have been the ones to go on to, to Extreme Rules anyway. So, like, where would Enzo and Cass have been? Just, they, they would have just been facing the Dudleys over and over again. Yeah, pretty, they'd probably still be doing a feud with the Dudley boys. Um, so... I mean, if anything, maybe this is just going to – it just benefits them in the long run because, A, it, when Enzo does get back on camera with his mic skills, the crowd's going to go crazy. And then Cass, it gives the w, it gives WWE more time to let Cass shine um, because Enzo, let's face it, Enzo is not the most technical wrestler in the ring. He's mostly mic skills. Well, I mean, neither – for the most part, neither is Cass. 
Yeah, but I feel like this is a good time to kind of get him used to that spotlight. Yeah. Or that the, having the focus on him. And I, I've said it from the start. I think that he's going to be the breakout. So uh, next up, you had Baron Corbin pick up a victory over Dolph Ziggler. Um, yeah, it was just really back and forth. Yeah, I mean, like, I still I don't think Corbin's ready for the main roster, but at least he's working working with Ziggler. Yeah. I, I thought uh, Baron Corbin, the deep six, I thought that was good, but it, to me this match was just eight minutes of, like, nothing. Yeah, it was very bland. Um, there was a lot of action taking place on the outside of the ring. Um, it was just, it, it doesn't offer anything like this entire Corbin-Ziggler feud. I don't know why. Yeah. And uh, speaking of not offering anything, in my opinion at least, um, R-Truth defeated Fandango. It's like, I, I enjoyed the match, but where where's this going? I don't, I don't understand. You just have this, it's been building up since before WrestleMania. It's it's basically been two months, two yeah, plus it, months. I know it's just taking way too long, and I mean it's entertaining and everything, but like, but I guess they do have to do something with them, anyways. If well, they didn't have, well, like, it, what like, are they doing? It's like who is this directed to? Yeah, uh, the kids. I think I think more the 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 younger audience appeal. It's crazy. I don't understand. I just I don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me. It, it's like a SmackDown coming to Raw for no reason. I mean, I'm I am happy for it because it is kind of exposing whatever they have on SmackDown to Raw. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with them focusing on the younger audience for the laugh or the comedy aspect of it. I mean, otherwise, if they weren't doing this, what were they going to do with the four of these guys? Right. I mean, I at mean, least- I, I honestly, I think it's kind of like that Golden Truth um, tag team they should have put together already and they're just kind of trying to uh delay that for as long as they can while the tag team division has like these newcomers yeah but now now with this this whole angle going on does can this lead to the four of them getting together no i i don't think the four of them will get together but i could see breeze breaking off with fandango and then golden truth uh breaking off together you sure not even like now that the outcasts are I don't know, done? I don't know what's the deal with them. Um, hmm. I don't know. Maybe because, well, I mean, we'll speak about that later on while it's potentially done with the social outcast, but. Yeah, but after that, Cesaro, Kevin Owens, and Miz were backstage talking with the McMahons uh, about the Intercontinental Championship, and Sami Zayn walked in. Basically said that he wants a match. He wants. Uh, he asked Shane if he could like let me prove myself, and uh, Shane was like, "Okay." Zane proposed him versus Miz, where if he wins, he'll become part of the match and it'll be turned into a fatal four way at, at Extreme Rules. Which I'm, I would be a big supporter of, and I think everybody wants to see that. So. Later on in the night, we'll find out if that takes place. <laughs> but next up, you had a non-title match. Paige, Paige, Paige picked up the victory over Charlotte thanks to a, a distraction by Ric Flair, um, who was banned from ringside. Yeah, well, Natalia was also Natalia was on commentary here, yes. just telling everyone to follow her cat on Instagram. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Charlotte tried to cheat here to win, but well, I, that's still like. 
I, I see where they were going with this, but I still like Natalia could not have gotten from point A to point B in time to make it look like that's what she was doing there. Yeah. In my eyes, at least. So Charlotte puts her feet up on the rope for the two count. The ref seemed to have seen it anyway. Natalia just hopped up on the apron to like point it out, I guess. Yeah. That's fine. She drops down. Like you said, Ric Flair came out. Mm-hmm. I think that should have been an instant disqualification because he was banned from ringside. I mean, I don't think that should have been an instant disqualification. I don't think I've ever seen an instant DQ for someone coming out. Yeah, but if if you if if you're I mean, so closely related to somebody and that person's banned from ringside, boom, get them out. You're you're, uh, you're done. I I disagree. I think that's where you send in the referees to kick them back to the backstage area. Well, that's which exactly is exactly what, what they did. Shane McMahon did. Yeah, so I think that's completely fine what they did with it. But yeah. um. Well, like that's, it doesn't make it. sense because then what? what's stopping Ric Flair from doing that at the pay-per-view? I mean, just referees, unless they, not... unless they have a special enforcer. Ooh, Arn Anderson should have been the special enforcer for that match. Ooh. <laughs> and let's see if he plays sides. Yeah. But seriously, that match, that match should have been a steel cage submission match. Like, <laughs> like you could do that. It's still a thing. I t- do you want to see that match? I don't want to see Charlotte in any match, but if exactly. it's gonna if it's gonna be a match, like make it mean something. No, I I honestly I don't want to see that match because I don't want to see Charlotte in a cage match. I don't think she could perform well in the cage match. I don't think she can perform well in not a cage match. I mean, and Natalia, I feel like I'm not a fan of. But it's not so. it's not going to be an actual cage match. So what do you mean? It's going to be what a cage. What do you mean? It, it'll be a cage. A steel cage will be there. They can use it. But it's not going to be climb out, get out of the ring. It's a submission match. It's I mean, thing. why not? Think of it similar to a Lion's Den. A Lumberjill match. No, That's think of it similar to a, a Lion's Den match. But not. No. Nah. And why not have a Lumberjill match? Because when, like, what's the reason for that? So they can't so get. So Ric Flair can't get into the ring. Ric Flair could still come out. Yeah. I mean, not that he can't get into a steel cage, but it's, yeah, exactly. It takes, it takes more effort, I guess. Work. I don't know. Eh. All right. So next up, you had Sami Zayn picking up the victory over the Miz uh, to be included in that matchup. Yeah, this match was fun, and I think uh, I think the spot of the match. Probably has to be when uh, when Miz went to go toss Sami Zayn into the barricade, only to have Zayn jump onto the barricade and moonsault onto Miz. Yeah, it was overall it was a good match, um, very entertaining. Yeah, like you see, this was around thirteen minutes. Yet Corbin and Ziggler was eight minutes. I I don't get like I, I I'd rather see Zayn and Miz have more time as like or. Maybe split up that Corbin Ziggler match with for four minutes. I mean, they could have done what they did in four minutes. Yeah, that that's a, yeah. There's there was no reason to have an eight minute match between them. No, it just starts to drag. Yeah. Um. I mean, had, did anybody watch this without looking away from the TV a few times? Like watch I, Ziggler versus Corbin. Yeah. Like, I feel like it doesn't glue you to the TV. Like, if if the phone rings or something, you'd be like, oh, I have to go to this. As opposed to being like, uh, I'll answer this after the match because it's so uh, enticing. Yeah. So. 
Up next, Renee Young was backstage interviewing Becky Lynch um, about how Emma on SmackDown, or was it SmackDown or Raw? Raw. Uh, It was Raw. How Emma used the eye rake on Raw to get the victory. Um, Emma showed up, which basically just caused for a distraction bringing in Dana Brooke to the main roster. Mm Mm-hmm. Which was probably the most disappointing thing from Raw. I'm okay with it. I mean, I'm okay with Dana Brooke coming up, but I still don't see her uh, as a good wrestler. I don't think she's good on the mic either, but like, I haven't seen her actually wrestle in a long time. She's been out. That's true. Of, Maybe so, she's improved or whatever, but so even like, still, I mean... I'll have to wait till to see it on SmackDown. Yeah. I... I just wanted to see more of Emma as Emma, but hopefully she'll just be like a, more of an, uh, a quiet tag team partner kind of a role as opposed to making Emma and her be a tag team for every single match. Well, I mean, um, it's a singles match on SmackDown, so. Yeah, it's true. But it's also, it's just Dana Brooke wrestling, so. Yeah. But we'll see, we'll see. Nobody knows. Nope. After that, Zack Ryder was backstage talking to Shane McMahon. Um... Kind of asking for another, or thanking him, I guess, for a shot. And yeah. also basically kind of hinting at, like, oh, maybe I should be in the Intercontinental match. And uh, Kevin Owens came in and said, like, there's no reason for Zack Ryder to, like, you have no business with the title. Mm-hmm. And uh, Shane set up Kevin Owens versus Zack Ryder, where if Zack Ryder won, he would get to be in the match and Kevin Owens would be out. Yeah. Which, I mean, I, I wouldn't have wanted to see that. Would have or wouldn't, wouldn't have? Wouldn't, wouldn't have. I wouldn't have mind if they turned it into a five-way match. Yeah, that's the thing, too. Like, as much as I wanted to see, I want to see Ryder in that IC role, I wouldn't want to see Kevin Owens pulled from that match because he's like, yeah, the Miz is a heel, but Kevin Owens is like the heel of the match because everyone doesn't like everyone's going to be going after him yeah and also uh, i mean not, match i still think like Ryder still i think would deserve to be in that just due to the like storyline purposes yeah because he was cheated out two times yeah by maurice but i mean maybe that will come back to play a factor at some point down the line maybe probably not but i don't know yeah um Next up, you had Sin Cara picking up a victory over Rusev, um, thanks to the distraction of Kalisto. Which, I don't, not even distraction, he used cheap heel tactics. I was surprised at that too, but I'm okay with it because I feel like it wouldn't be good if Sin Cara cleanly went over Rusev. Yeah, but why, like, why would you have the champion cheat in order to have his tag team partner win? Well, be- why not? I mean, the crowd popped. It's a good spot. Uh, it gets it. It's something good for television. I feel. I. I. You can't have Sinkara cleanly defeat Rusev. Um, if anything, the only other option was to have Rusev just demolish Sinkara and have Kalisto make a save. Yeah, that would be the only other option. Well, this, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with this. I just ultimately watching this match. What I wanted to have seen Sin Cara versus Kalisto in like a friendly match for the title. Mm-hmm. It, there's, uh, there's no reason. Yet. 
Not yet. There's no reason to have Rusev in this position. Why not? It's just it's not. We just saw this exact same feud minus a manager. Uh, yeah, I know. I know that. But they're also trying to build up Kalisto like in these uh, David versus Goliath uh, roles. So like, Kalisto finishes his feud. Maybe he's champion still. Moves on to who? Big Show. Probably. Like I don't understand. Like, what are they building up towards? Maybe they're building up towards Kalisto being a main eventer. Imagine Kalisto versus Roman Reigns. Maybe for the WWE Championship. I feel like we've seen that before. For the WWE Championship. Well, not for the WWE Championship. But moving on. Speaking of Roman Reigns, you had the family defeat the the club in a six man elimination tag match via disqualification. What do you think about, well, you want to talk about the match? Well, yeah. First, we had Carl Anderson uh, using Jay Uso's shorts for leverage to pin him. Followed by Jimmy Uso eliminating Carl Anderson with a small package. Leading to AJ Styles picking up the victory over Jimmy during a commercial break, which is so, so stupid. Yeah, I, I think that's poorly planned. Uh, by the wrestlers. Like, that's poor communication between the production team, the referee, and the wrestlers in the ring. Yeah, well... That should never happen. Uh, especially in an elimination match like that, but... I remember they once did that back in, back in, like, 93 or 92, and I, it annoyed me so much as a kid, and it confused me, because it was, I think, Mr. Perfect versus Rick Martel on Raw, and they were wrestling, and then they had the finish of the match during the commercial break, and it came back and the match was done. That just makes even less sense, given the fact that it's a tape show. I, I did not understand it. I was so confused. Yeah, well, Roman Reigns hit Luke Gallows with the Superman punch after that. And instantly, AJ Styles went after him. Um, but AJ went to put Roman Reigns through the table, the announce table. Reigns ended up tossing him over it. And before Reigns could put him through it, Anderson... Hit him with a chair, and, and Gallows attacked him. The Usos ran down to make the save. but uh, Reigns, I didn't like that that led to the DQ. Well, he got hit with a chair. Yeah, but by someone that was um, already, like, I guess, he's already eliminated. I mean, I would have, all right. I guess I would be more pissed off if Carl Anderson was actually still a legal man. And used the chair, and he himself wasn't eliminated, as opposed to the entire no, team. he would have been eliminated. Huh? He would have been eliminated. He would have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying, that um, I would be more pissed off if that, that happened and they disqualified the entire team. No, he it would have just been him. Yeah. Here, it was just one person left. Yeah, I, I could understand that. But it ended with a stare down between AJ and Reigns. Which I was a big fan of, and, and it was more—it was a more of a um, uh, battle between them because over that chair. I mean, it was just like you use the chair, you use the chair, and then when Roman Reigns went to go um, pick up the chair, AJ went for that flying forearm. Roman Reigns ducked it, and AJ just went straight to the outside of the ring. I thought that this was a great moment the crowd loved it they were chanting back and forth between aj and reigns yeah it's funny it's like uh, it was hot it's like when you see this type of thing you it's like oh 
oh yeah, it's going to be a chairs match. But then you think, oh no, it's not. It's an Extreme Rules match. Yeah, but I I thought that this segment was completely hot at the end. Yeah, and at the end it was, but uh, I think the booking between these two teams is just awful. You one, know, one I don't... week they win, next week they win. One week they win, they win. They win, they win. Back and forth. And this, this, that's not... Nobody gets over that way. I, I'm fine with that. that. That's not how... That's not... Nobody... This, this isn't working but for I, anyone. Yeah, but it keeps it going longer. That's not the way to do it. I think that it's okay. I'm fine with it. Uh, you don't need Anderson and Gallows to go over every match. Yeah, but you it, that's it's it's not every match. It's literally every other match. Yeah, I'm completely fine with it going back and forth leading up to the pay-per-view. Mm, that doesn't do anything for anybody, I don't think. It yeah, it makes it last to the pay-per-view. What happens if you have I mean, what's the point of having the Guns and Gallows defeat the Usos? It's not you don't do tag matches, you do single matches. You have three people in the in, in And then do group. and do what? Go back and forth. You can't have Gallows defeat Jay two or three weeks in a row and then be like, oh. But you can. No, you can't. That would be awful. You you have to build potential up for somebody. That would be completely awful to have someone go over the same person or a different wrestler three weeks in a row. Well, I'm not saying three three weeks in a row. But even still, I mean, you can't have a win streak or any sort of a streak between these teams because that's the point of leading to the pay-per-view if that Gallows beats Jimmy. Boom. Next week. Anderson beats Jay next week. Reigns beats Gallows. That's perfectly fine. I'm I'm fine with them going back and forth. Uh, well, to me. But that, then who's that building with your way? I mean, uh, it would build up whoever Bullet Club, whoever. But you just had Roman Reigns beat Anderson or Gallows or whatever, right? But, but you're going back leads, and forth. So at the end of the day, to... who really is getting over? If they're still going back and forth. I mean, ultimately, that would be building Reigns up because he just defeated somebody that, or, yeah, true. I mean, defeated somebody that defeated. What's the point of that if that's what they're already accomplishing in these matches? But they're not. Nobody's getting built up here. I think so. Reigns has been able to hold his own with Guns and Gallows. Uh, AJ's been building up with the entire uh, with attacking Reigns and standing his ground against them. Usos have been being built up as being able to uh, hang in there with Guns and Gallows. I'm completely... I'm, and the I mean, Usos have aligned themselves with the WWE champion. I think that there's I mean, they a lot didn't of... they really do that. That's just... That's, that's been a yeah, thing. Yeah, but even, even still, uh, I think that they are all being built up gradually. And I think that this is a perfect way to... Make the feud last up until the pay-per-view. I mean, you have to keep in mind that this is also the second pay-per-view in the row that they're going to be facing, given this time is a gimmick match. But you still need something to uh, spice it up a little bit to keep the attention span of everyone to let that last for another four weeks. Yeah, and then what what comes in this match? Again, Usos come out. Bullet Club comes out. It's the same stuff over and over and over again. Yeah, but, I mean, that's when it gets stale. But I'm okay with it because of where it's leading to right now. I'm okay with it. I don't know. Where is it leading to? Nowhere. Pay-per-view. Barely. It's but pay-per-view it's match. I don't know. It's, I'm not a fan of that. But yeah. Up next, Kevin Owens took on and defeated Zack Ryder. 
Yeah, Zack Ryder did look strong in this match, nailing that broski boot on the outside of the ring. Yeah, that was fun. Um, There's a small part always throughout through through Ryder matches that like maybe Ryder could win, but like, now unfortunately Kevin Owens. Well, depends on which way you look at it. Kevin Owens Owens picked up the victory over Zack Ryder. Yeah, but yeah, WWE clearly knows what they're doing with uh, people's emotions and Zack Ryder. Oh, without a doubt, they give if you, you if they give you these little. Has, they give huh. they give these little spots that look like Ryder's gonna win, but like they know ultimately, unless they were gonna do that five person match, there'd be no reason for everyone that criticizes their booking of Zack Ryder and Zack Ryder himself. Just they, I I have faith that they know what they're doing. The guy has been there for such a long time already, where he's he's pretty solidified that there's a reason why he's still there. So I'm all good with this. Uh, in a non-title match, the Dudley Boys picked up the victory over the New Day. Uh, good match. Um, fun tag team match. Uh, I don't know. I love that one spot, the corner spot, the corner drop kick with the trombone. Yeah. But uh, it's like, I, I was, I don't know. I just felt like this match wasn't necessary. Uh, I was, no, ti- it's I a, was it's tired. A filler. It's a filler match. Just I, was, like- I was tired of Dudley's versus New Day last winter. Yeah, but you also who else are you gonna have in these matches? Yeah, that's the thing. It, I, I mean, don't know. the Ascension are no longer there. Enzo is no longer there. And, and now next week we have Primo and Epico debuting. Where the heck are they gonna go to? Probably. I don't know. Maybe they'll end up being tossed in. I don't know. I was gonna say with this, they'll probably face like social outcasts for their first match. I don't know. That's like yeah. But during during this match, Vaude Villains attacked Xavier Woods. Big E went to go after them, and Bubba took him out. And uh, afterwards, Vaude Villains took Kofi out. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's the. I mean, the tag team action. It's it is a good division right now. It is a good division. It's just that within the past two weeks, they've been hit with uh, injuries, which or uh, suspensions too, which take out potentially three tag teams. I'm including social outcasts in there. So it's a division that is good, but there's just they just have to kind of get through these injuries and suspensions and or try to and try to revamp it a little instead of having uh repeat matches and feuds. Uh next up you had Y2J taking on Big Cass, but that match did not take place because while Y2J was doing his taunt at the uh, on the stage, a mystery person. Yeah, a mystery person came out and attacked him while the lights were out, and his jacket was all lit up. And then, was this dumb went... to you? No, no, it wasn't dumb to me. I thought it, I thought this was dumb. I was why because it was in the dark. Because Chris Jericho got attacked, and they just kept the lights off for the whole entrance and attacked. Okay, that Michael I, Cole screaming, "Oh my God, somebody's attacking Chris Jericho!" I mean, I'm and, okay. and then the lights I'm stay like, out. First of all, Chris Jericho's lights only stay off for so long, anyway. Yeah, and here they are staying off for an extended period of time now due to the hey, maybe Dean Ambrose the, paid someone off to yeah. keep those lights off. Well, then I would like for you to tell me that you, that that happened. I don't need to fill in blanks for maybe four Dean Ambrose paid someone off to keep those lights off a little bit longer. Did you, did you hear what I just said? Yeah, I know. 
Like I was speaking not you specifically. I was speaking about WWE telling me not yeah, you. I know. <laughs> um, but I was I was fine with it. It still got but a it's like crap how, how could when it, he was in the ring. But how could anyone not expect that to have been Dean Ambrose there? I mean, why? I mean, but we've seen stuff like this before with the lights out and people are attacked. I, I'm I'm fine with this. Yeah, the lights were out for a bit longer, but I am not harping on it. I'm okay. And this was clearly a premeditated attack since Dean Ambrose came out there with fabric scissors. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't... I don't, I don't get it. I'm fine with it. But Dean Ambrose ended up cutting Chris Jericho's jacket. And uh, Jericho went to attack him at first. Ambrose had the upper hand. Then Jericho left the ring and Big Cass got in his way. Yeah. Jericho slapped him. Cass tossed him into the barricade and then into the ring. Ambrose yeah. hit, hit Jericho with dirty deeds. And then uh, Raw, Raw absolutely just refused to end there. <laughs> Seriously, if what happened needed to happen, or no, what needed to happen happened. Yeah. And then Raw still went on five more minutes doing Dean Ambrose ripping up the jacket. The McMahons backstage for whatever reason. Chris Jericho yelling. Yeah, there's times where they have to cut the cameras, and this was one of them. It was five extra minutes of Raw for unnecessariness. It made no yeah. sense. I mean, I guess it's good that they didn't just decide to give those five minutes to Ziggler and Corbin, though. <laughs> Make it so, a, yeah. That's always a plus. Make it a 12-minute um, match. Nah. Anything to note with SmackDown? Uh, just SmackDown. Last week, I was going to mention it uh, due to the fact that they have Bob Backlund now mm -hmm. coaching Darren Young to, quote-unquote, make Darren Young great again. Yeah. Whatever that means. Um, which, is, it's funny because they, they first aired this. Back in early April, mm -hmm. then uh, and, and the only reason why I saw it was because Josh was at that SmackDown, Josh mm -hmm. Lastman, and um, and then I compared the two. They completely reshot. They reshot it. Yeah, I guess they weren't satisfied. They never aired the first time, so they re they reshot it, aired it this week, and now Bob Backlund's helping to make. Darren Young, great again. Yeah, so we'll see what happens with that. I, I could only assume primetime players are no more because... I mean, that's uh, been not a thing for a long time, though. Well, I mean, I would expect Titus to return and be put back together with him, but maybe they're going to go on a singles run. Well, it looks like they're definitely going to. Um, but it's, yeah. it's just so... That's so, like... It's unfortunate. I'm fine with which... It's it's unfortunate that this is Darren Young's position. Like, I well, I'll speak. I'll speak about this more after the break. I'll I'll do that. No, I'll speak about that after the break. But oh, like I'm completely fine with that. But I guess I'll speak about that after the break too. And so. yeah, so we'll be right back here on Marking Mark Out. This is Judah Friedlander, the world champion, and you're listening to Marking Out. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Marking Out, episode 275. Um, on to some outside the ring news, um, which is what I kind of was going to allude to prior to the break. The fact that WWE had a bunch of releases this past week. Oh, yeah. Um 
Uh, yeah, so Alex Riley got released. El Torito got released. Zeb Coulter. Bad News Barrett was released of his contract. Hornswoggle. Um, yeah, Hornswoggle, Cameron, uh, Santino Morello. A-Rye. I said that. And oh. uh, Brooklyn Brawler was, I guess, underneath nobody. Like, it wasn't like a confirmed thing, but now apparently it's confirmed. Mm-hmm. Uh, as as did Christian, apparently, from his wrestling contract. Yeah. Um, There's many rumors that a few more releases are to come. Yeah, but of the people that were actually released, um, probably the most, um, the one that pissed me off the most, I guess, especially because it was quote-unquote... All right, hold on. Before you say, we'll go with pissed off the most, most potential on the indie scene, and then we'll go with most likely to return. I think so, it fits the same guy under the same category. Potentially. All right, so we'll you off the most. Well, I didn't even say this person was released yet, but it was it was Sandow. Damien Sandow was released. Mm-hmm. It, that's, I mean, to me, that's also more the most potential. We were just literally, we were saying last week that something big needs to happen with him, and then he gets released, so. Yeah, it's very unfortunate, but um, I think that, I'm the most annoyed that, yeah, uh, there's no way that it's anybody but, but Sandow. Yeah, I guess Sandow. Sandow. I think the most potential on the indies would go to Bad News Barrett, though. No, I don't think so. Who do you think? He's not even going to do anything with wrestling right now. Oh, no? No, he's taking time off. That's the reason why he left WWE. He couldn't get a con, he couldn't. Get his contract apparently, so he was just he he's burnt out. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's easy to get burnt out with their schedule, right? But I think Sandow has the most potential for this. I mean, Santino's already doing his own thing, and and it's not a shocking release. I don't know. I I'm I'm gonna stick to Ben News Barrett as being the like kind of like the Drew Galloway on the indie, like that kind of an impact. I think Sandow has more potential. I. But let's let's not forget that Sandow was released from WWE once before and brought back, and the birth of Damian Sandow happened. So, I I do feel like there's potential down the line for Sandow to make a return. Yeah, um, I think we can agree that the person least likely to return is Torito. Um, uh, even more. No, you know what? I could see him returning before Cameron. Uh you know Cameron's probably going to sign to TNA. Who is yeah? Who do you think is going to sign with TNA? Well, I mean, honestly, it would be a shame if Alex Riley didn't get signed somewhere. Yeah. Um, but it, it would be like a real shame if Cameron was signed anywhere. <laughs> I like that would baffle my mind. I don't know, Ari. I'm okay with like I don't know. He's never done anything for me. Like I've never been a fan of his. The I most just, time, the mo- only time I ever cheered for him was during that Miz feud. Like, yeah, well, WWE dropped the ball on him. Yeah, it's, WWE dropped the ball with him. WWE like never gave the full potential spots to Sandow or Bad News Barrett. I wonder if I wonder if uh, Swagger's going to be released soon. That like who knows? But with the fact that they had that whole press conference call, or whatever, and Vince McMahon said, "Oh, fresh faces and whatnot." Mm-hmm. You keep Darren Young, but you get rid of Damian Sandow, someone who's proven himself to be over time after time and again. 
Maybe he requested it, too. I don't think Damien Sandow requested to be released. We don't know. I'm saying I don't, I don't, yeah. I wouldn't believe that. And I mean, we, we literally just said last episode that the fact that Damien Sandow was booed when he got kicked out of the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, Andre, he was, he was booed loudly when he, when he lost last week on Raw in the, well, in the Battle Royal. Well, he was This spot was booed. Well, no, so. he was booed for the fact that he was eliminated. The him well, getting he, eliminated was booed. That, that's yeah, the, exactly. The spot. But, <laughs> Yeah, so they have a few rumors that a few other people are going to be released. Um, I'm leaning towards Ryback being released because of his what he's been tweeting and stuff like that. Um, also, I feel like Jack Swagger has potential to be released. And then because of these upcoming, uh, well, these unfortunate events that took place, I think Adam Rose is going to be released. Um, Adam Rose was suspend was dealing with his suspension from the um the violation of the wellness policy but also now he's indefinitely suspended because there's an alleged domestic violence um out there with between him and his wife so he was arrested uh the mugshots out there all of that stuff um so now it becomes i could see with everything that's building Against Adam Rose, I could see them being like, it's not worth the PR right now. Yeah. Um, it's just crazy. It's like this It's this industry is up. It's, it's filled with so many ups and downs that. Yeah. It's, a, it's just a, such a, so unfortunate. I, I agree with you. It is a difficult business. I would never want to be a wrestler in this business. Yeah. Um, it's just too much. Too much. A lot of pain, hassle. So who who are the most surprising releases to you? Um, most surprising? Brawler. Probably, right? Yeah, probably Brawler and Coulter. Like, well, I don't understand. Like, how how do you keep Brawler around for 30-plus years or whatever? And, like, what? Like, he was a road agent. Who who gets, like... Yeah, I mean, maybe... Who knows? It could be one of those things where he asked for his release again, where he was just like, it's time for me to move on or it's time for me to retire. Same thing with Coulter. Maybe they're tired of being on I the I don't road think so. I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, think, uh, again, this Coulter, way. Coulter was a surprise too. I would have thought for sure like he's been off screen here and there, but like at least keep him around for backstage stuff. I'm sure he's been in the business for such a long time that he could be an asset to your company. Yeah, but also these guys are always on the road and stuff. They're not; they don't get to spend time with their families. So I could see it going both ways for these guys. I mean, it's bittersweet, but maybe they did request the releases themselves. We don't know this yet. Um, but in general, I think I'm more most surprised with Coulter and Brawler, especially because the others aren't being used or they were already rumored to be released. Like, yeah, Santino again. He's been doing his own thing for. He hasn't wrestled for so many years. Or yeah, I was so surprised years, that he was still but, under a wrestling contract. Yeah, so he, I mean, he could have been released months ago. Same um, thing with Christian. Yeah, Christian hasn't been used since 2014. Yeah. So that's not surprising at all. He's still I mean, got the Edge and Christian show on the network, so. Yeah, I mean, honestly, there's no point to be paying these wrestlers if you're if they're not wrestling. I mean, I don't know how the contracts work, but if it's not on a per, per appearance and it's on a daily a weekly basis or a bi-weekly payment or something, there's no point to keep them on this contract if they're not doing it, if they're not being used or anything. Yeah, but, so. I mean, of this group, 
Some are already bouncing back. Hornswoggle and uh, Sandow are booked for some independent shows. Yeah, I saw they were announced for WrestlePro. Yeah. Um, and, then, and then Sandow was uh, announced for a few other shows, too. Yeah. So definitely go support these guys if you see them. Buy the, their autographs. Take pictures with them. Um, besides Cameron, I mean, come on. It's That's funny, though, because, like... I mean, I just I just bought her autograph the other day, but not because it was her autograph. It was because it was five bucks, and it was a Naomi autograph. Also, did I tell you that she was? I she's going to be released. You're buying an autograph of someone that's going to be released. No, you didn't okay. say that. So, but, I, but WWE had a five dollar special for autographs and stuff, uh, so I was like, I might as well. Uh, I spent like twenty bucks or something. It was like yeah, four, you could four, four bucks an autograph, buddy. Yeah, but I don't need another T-shirt. I would have just added to my autograph collection. Uh, all right, let's talk about some any more outside the ring news. Uh, not really. All right, let's talk about some results. Evolve sixty took place in Joppa, Maryland. Oh, on- by the way, sorry to cut you off there. Back to the releases though, and yeah. the independent stuff. I would love to see somebody book El Torito versus Hornswoggle again because they they killed it when they had those series of matches. Yeah. I don't know. I it would just be a gimmick. Obviously, it'd be a gimmick, but they literally, seriously, one of the best matches from that TLC pay per view was Hornswoggle versus El Torito. Yeah, and and it was advertised as a even post match. It was advertised as a joke. Yeah, except they literally went out. They went out there and killed it. So yeah, whether it was billed as a joke and then later on reviewed as a joke, it it was literally. One of the best matches that night. Yeah, so. agreed. It's unfortunate they didn't get the credit that they deserved for that match. Absolutely, because they treat people like little people, like yeah, they're not anybody. So yeah, and it's unfortunate. Yeah. Um. All right. So Evolve sixty taking place in Joppa, Maryland, on the sixth. Uh, a lot of matches took place. Some to note: Leo Rush picked up the victory over Caleb Conley. Matthew Riddle took on and defeated Anthony Nice. The Evolve Tag Team Championship was on the line as Catch Point defeated uh, Catch Project. Wait, Catch Point defeated Catch Point. Well, that is a obvious error on a cage match. So, thank you very much, Cage Match. Who did Catch Point defeat? <laughs> I don't know. Well, let's find out. Evolve twenty results. No, Evolve sixty. Yeah, let's type in sixty instead of twenty and see if that changes anything. We shall go to 411 Mania, and let's see here. (laughs) Forget tag team names because we don't need those. Evolve tag team champs Drew Gulak and Tracy Williams picked up the victory over TJ Perkins and Fred Yehi. So there you go. Chris Hero defeated Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah. And then the next day, next day in – Wait. Yep, yep. Yeah, next, next day, day in uh, Woodside, Queens, you had Evolve 61. Um, you had the Cruiserweight Classic for WWE, the qualifying matches. Uh, TJ Perkins picked up the victory against Fred Yehi. Yeah, and then the other qualifying match, Drew Gulak picked up the victory over Tracy Williams. Hot sauce. Yeah. So, uh, TJ Perkins, Drew Gulak, congratulations to the both of them for qualifying for this WWE, this chance chance in the WWE. Um, that's going to be exciting, especially Gulak because we've watched him for a long time. The guy is 
so technically sound. It's just it's so weird that WWE's literally booking independent wrestling shows. But I'm fine with it. I'm completely fine with it. I mean, no, I'm I, fine with it too. I'm just like, I, I know, I know. At first, you didn't like this entire. No, I still. No, I still don't like that. I, I still don't get it because they're not a school. They're like nobody's going. Like evolve is quote unquote the stepping stone, but that's not. Yeah, true. but I don't think that they've ever referred to them as a school. No, they haven't, but they're referring to them as a stepping stone. So I'm saying, like, so how it, could you be a stepping stone if anybody can come through evolve? Well, not everyone can come to Evolve. Evolve doesn't mm, book everyone. Yeah, but you can be. No, you're not. I you're not a school. You're just an independent wrestling company. Yes, but it's still a stepping stone. It's, Evolve is yes. Evolve no. is definitely very well known, and they don't book just any. Look at the cards. They don't book everyone. They book who's the, everyone though? Like that's not. They don't. They book only the the quality talent. They book. The quality talent. Yeah, but and I think no, that any, anybody could be booked at Evolve, though. No, that's false. You can't say no. You can't say everyone. I'm not saying everyone. I'm saying anyone. Yeah, anyone cannot. Be anyone booked. can be. Everyone can't. Do you any, see how those are two different things? Anyone, but they can. But they don't. They literally can book anybody. This is. But it's they not, don't. It's not you a can thing. See that about WWE too. No, you can't. It's different. But they have the, contracts. Evolve you have to get signed okay, to WWE. Evolve, evolve doesn't get signed to anyone. Evolve. You don't but get. They, you, they don't book anyone, right? But they can. They're not. There's. It's nothing special. They're, this could have been any, any, any sort of. Yes, well, but they. Are you missing this? No, you're missing this. They evolve. Book, if, if, take take out Evolve. Take, take Evolve out of this equation. It could have been any single other independent promotion that doesn't have a school. Okay, that, but that you could say that about anywhere. Oh, oh my God, OVW. They're booking OVW now. It could have been the same exact thing. Anything. I disagree. I think that Evolve has set a name for itself, especially with the Dragon Gate Association. And I feel like, I mean, it doesn't separate them from PWG. You're right. It's exactly, it could have been PWG. It definitely, it could have been. But you have to realize that these, like what I'm saying is that these aren't just any independent workers, weekend workers or anything like that. These are the um, the it's, guys that I understand it's recognize not, the name. I understand that it's not NWA, North, South, East, yeah, West. Yeah, exactly. But it still could have been anybody. They, could, they have the power to book anybody. Just like yes, PWG no, they, brings in people to book. Yes, but but I also feel like you can't just. But the crowd doesn't expect you to bring in uh, your local NWA wrestler. Like they expect you to bring in a former or a former Ring of Honor guy or a train. Uh, right, right, uh, right, right. But because they can do that, and because they do do that, it's not. How's that a stepping stone? That's just you're bringing in people from other companies and saying like, oh, these are our guys. They're not your guys. They were well. They don't say that they're. They, they are they're, their by, guys. By WWE saying that. We're working with Evolve, and by Evolve being the quote-unquote stepping stone, that means that they are quote-unquote Evolve guys. I don't, Evolve guys, there's no such thing as, because there's, they're, they've built their careers on every other place. Evolve's not a, it's not a, a thing that you build. You don't go to Evolve and be like, oh, I'm an Evolve guy. I'm, I'm I, like the I guy disagree. on the independence. That's I not where that's because not, look at Drew Galloway. Where, look at Drew Galloway. What? Drew, Drew Galloway has built himself with Evolve, not any other promotion. Drew Galloway? Do you mean Drew Gulak? 
No, Galloway. Drew Galloway. Drew McIntyre built yes. his career he, in, after, in after WWE. That's he, not where he but that's not where he got his thing is from WWE. Yes, but after. That, after there's no he after. His, he, that's no, there's up. no after. He came to Evolve. No, but he built his name up even more because That's of Evolve. That's not a thing. He came from WWE with the name already. I, I want a homegrown Evolve guy. There's nobody. I, I, all right. But also taking place at Evolve 61, you had Marty Skrull picking up the victory against Zack Sabre Jr., as yeah. well as uh, Johnny Gargano picking up the victory against Drew Gulloway. Galloway, damn it. <laughs> damn, damn Gulak. <laughs> Always attacking. Drew Gulloway. <laughs> interference. Yeah, uh, by interference. Yeah, by DQ because of interference from uh, the debuting Ethan Carter the third. Um, yeah. Ethan Carter the third and Drew Galloway then aligning themselves together. Uh, kind of as the anti WWE guys. Let's just—I mean, I don't. That whole promo was all EC3. Oh yeah, of course it was all EC3. But even still, they declared themselves really the anti WWE guys, attacking Gargano, who is an NXT guy. And then following that, while on the mic, they cut a heated promo from ranging from Triple H to even Bill DeMott in the developmental system. But it's it's kind of sad, though, that everything they said was basically true. Yes, it was accurate. Like, but they, like Ethan Carter talking about NXT and how, like, oh, you give your shot, blah, blah, blah. But back when NXT was what he was in, yeah, it was competitions and yeah. like, eating contests and stuff. Yeah, it was unfortunate. that, But, you know, thank goodness that it – grew into what it what it is currently Where, where's that on the best of nxt volume one yeah right no i, I want to like the jelly donut competitions is chris jericho versus debry on that uh i wonder I but uh gulak tried to make a try to interfere and stop them from on the mic he got stopped and then tj parker made the save and uh tried to make a save he got stopped and then ethan page uh, came out and was with the chair and got them to clear the ring. Who's T.J. Parker? T.J. Oh, T.J. Perkins. Oh, <laughs> my bad. Yeah. So, no, no disrespect to Evolve at all. No, I, I, just... I mean, there's nothing to disrespect with Evolve. They have they have grown into a very notable corporation. Yeah, but anybody could have like it's not to me that's not a stepping stone. Alright. I mean, but even still, they have grown from what they used to be. Before the main focus was um Dragon Gate USA. And then Dragon Gate USA uh evolved into Evolve. That wasn't around at the same time? No, first it was Dragon Gate USA came over from Japan. Right. Um, and then the same umbrella, it was before the umbrella and all of that. Then they created evolve off of like, it used to be Dragon Gate USA presents evolve or whatever, something like that. And then they separated the two of them. And now Dragon Gate USA, I don't even believe they run shows anymore. If they do, it's very rare. The focus, the main focus is on evolve. Yeah. Yeah. 
So. Yeah, so that was that. Uh, also taking place last weekend on May the 8th. Uh, may the 8th be with you. <laughs> 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 Made that stupid joke last week. Yeah. Hello? Really? <laughs> Imagine you answered phone calls live on air. No. Uh, yeah, okay. But Ring of Honor and New Japan Pro Wrestling had a co-event, Global Wars 2016, in Chicago, Illinois. Stealing gimmicks there, huh? Uh, not really gimmicks, but uh, Ring of Honor, the World Television Championship was on the, uh, the, the number one contendership was on the line in a four-corner survival match. Dalton Castle picked up the victory against ACH, Adam Page, and Roderick Strong. Yeah, you also had Cheeseburger and Jush and Liger pick up the victory over the addiction. Yeah. A crazy point where Liger almost, looked like he almost landed on his head, but thank goodness he's okay. Yeah, I don't know what move they were. I don't know what move that was, but. Uh, I, I don't know. But it was awesome. I like that. Uh, I like to see when, when Liger, because Liger does, I mean, for the most part, his gear is the same. Yeah. But every once in a while, he busts Every evolving Liger. Well, I mean, what does that mean? Oh. Every once in a while, he'll br- he'll bring out a different colored mask or different colored hair. Yeah, that's true. So it's cool to see different different uh, mask here. But uh, the Ring of Honor World Tag Team titles were on the line. War Machine defeated the Briscoes. Yeah, uh, War Machine were the champions there already. Uh, you had also uh, NATO pick up the victory over Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah. Um, Okada teamed up with Moose and defeated Tanahashi and, and Michael Elgin. Which I wonder when those uh, those figures are coming out from wrestling, from toy? I don't know what they're called now. I don't know. I haven't seen anything about that in a long it's, time. It, it's like coming. I don't know when, though. Like, there's a Kevin Steen figure coming out. I don't know when. There's a Blue Meanie figure. There's Michael Elgin. Mm-hmm. Tons of people. Young Bucks. Brian Myers. Looking forward to those. Seeing the yeah. final product. Yeah, you have to stay, keep watching with those. Yeah. Uh, you had talking about watching the Rick of Honor world television title was on the line. Bobby Fish picked up the victory over Ishii to become the new Ring of Honor world television champion. You said like Chris Farley. <laughs> television. Uh, there was an eight man tag match between the Bullet Club picking up the victory there. Uh, against Kushida, Matt Seidel, and the Motor City Machine Guns. Um, I believe this is when Adam Cole? Yeah, I, I think Adam Cole. Adam Cole joined the Bullet Club? Yeah. Uh, new new member to the Bullet Club, which I am very happy with. I've always been a fan of, uh, of Adam Cole, so I'm excited for it. And I mean, can we do we say spoiler alert? Yeah, yeah. So spoiler alert: um, Adam Page also joined the Bullet Club. Yeah, the next night. Mm-hmm. Um, at one of the uh, TV tapings. So we shall see who. Uh, like, yeah, where that goes from here. Yeah, don't. I don't want to spoil anything else because there were uh, other big things that went on. Uh, at these tapings, so but we'll cover them as we get closer and everything like that. Just and, fo- 
And I was just going to say, and speaking of Jushin Liger, I really hope he's in 2K17. <laughs> very doubtful, but that would be like that'd be the coolest thing. Yeah. Fingers are very crossed for that. Uh, next up, you have an eight-man tag team no. match as the Bullet no. Club. No, we already, we literally just said that. Yes, you did just say that. We were just speaking about you the Bullet just, Club. Yes, and we did, didn't we? Yeah. But we did not speak about the Ring of Honor World Title match. Uh, Jay Le- the Jay Lethal uh, defended his title against Colt Cabana, and it went to a no contest. Yeah. Uh, Colt Cabana going at uh, making his return in April. After being out for so long of Ring of Honor, um, yeah, Jay Lethal still champion. Did you see that um, that Edge and Christian show spot? No. He, uh, they, they, Christian was dressed as Vince McMahon doing a spot, and there was like a press conference. Mm-hmm. And there's this dude in an orange t-shirt wearing a, a, his t-shirt says Jay Lethal on it, mm-hmm. and Christian goes. Uh, you with the independent super or independent wrestler, blah blah blah. That's like supposed to be over or something like that. I don't know something like they <laughs> they they made fun of the fact that Jay Lethal's awesome. Basically. That's funny. There he goes. Yes. Um. Why do you always bring uh, people who are great in other companies in and then bury them or something like that? Mm. It's funny. That's funny. But some upcoming events taking place May the twentieth. PWG in uh, Reseda, California. Yeah, PWG presents Prince. Yeah. Uh, Chris Hero will be taking on Jeff Cobb. Mark Andrews taking on Marty Skrull. Roderick Strong will be taking on the Death Machine, Sammy Callahan. Andrew Everett taking on Trevor Lee. Adam Cole. (laughs) That's just a joke. Because you, you, you drew out the A in Andrew. Adam Cole is going to be taking on Dalton Castle. Brian Gage going to be taking on Drew Galloway. Damn, a little part of me hoped you were going to say Gulak. <laughs> uh, and then the PWG Championship will be on the line. Zack Sabre Jr. will be defending that title against Michael Elgin. Yeah, so Maybe PWG it's... always having a stat card. Yeah. That's the thing. PWG and Evolve... Those are the places where you want to be watching for these. I feel like both of them are stepping stones because that's where you really find you get to find out more about. Yeah, but that's like that's that's the showcase, though. That's not it's not like. What do you mean the showcase? Like that's where they can go to be showcased or. Yeah, but that but not everyone. But usually everyone that they showcase is someone with potential. Look at Mike Bailey, uh, Speedball Mike Bailey. He has. I mean, same thing with Trevor Lee, Andrew Everett. Uh, even Marty's girl. I mean, yeah, he made a name for himself overseas, but in the U.S., he started with PWG and stuff like that. Um, and I feel like the, these two companies are stepping stones for these wrestlers to further their names because they're only going to be facing the top of the top on a constant basis at these events. I mean, but even still, go check out PWG. Go support them. On 520, Tier 1 Wrestling presents Metric in NYC. Uh, you're going to be seeing Christian Casanova taking on Damian Gibbs, taking on Jay George, Matt McIntosh, and Stitch Osiris, and Vinny Pacifico. Uh, Pacifico. Pacifico? Yeah, that could be the pronunciation correctly. The Booty and the Beast. And Mike Orlando will be taking on the Cutthroat Kings. 
You're also going to be seeing Darius Carter take on Tracy Williams. Ace Romero will be taking on Fala Ba. Yeah, you also have in a non-title match, Caleb Conley taking on Matt Riddle. Why was that funny? I don't know. Homicide will be taking on Rude Boy Riley. In a non-title match. Yeah. And then the ICW World Heavyweight title is going to be on the line. Big Damo taking on VSK. Uh, Coming over from the UK. So this is a... Who knows who's going to be watching him while he's in the US. Yeah. Um... He was actually just announced for this next card, May 21st, NYWC presents Master of the Mat in Deer Park, New York. Uh, the Master of the Mat cha- uh, match is going to be Big Damo taking on Tony Nese, Bull James, and Tracy Williams. Yeah. Uh, the NYWC Championship will be on the line. Stockade, the current champion, will be taking on JT Kaysen. You all said that. I was yeah, it could be JT Kaysen's biggest match yet. Yeah, a uh, big opportunity for him. Uh, you also have the NYWC Tag Team Championship on the line as Flawless and Lawless. They've been ch- champions for a long time. Yeah, uh, and well deserving. Uh, taking on the Hounds of Hatred and the Beaver uh, Beaver Boys. Yeah, and NYWC will be hosting their very first uh, Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Uh, Mikey Whipwreck and Mike Mondo will be getting inducted. Yeah, congratulations to the both of them. Yeah. Uh, Well-deserving. Yeah. So, that is, I believe, all the upcoming events that we have. Yes, it is. So, Dave, shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. Thank you to the following people for promoting us in the week of professional wrestling. Go follow John at Mr. John Faust. Also, go check out Eric at Montreal Broski. That is MTL Broski. Make sure that you check out and subscribe to his YouTube channel first thing in the morning. All the gameplays on there. Uh, he has raw reactions. Broski's Love Shack. Give Dishon at some love advice over there. Go check it out. Go support him. Um, yeah. Also, unfortunately... Hunter and Stephanie have left Car Crash Couples on MTV. So we wish them the best of luck in their future endeavors. Uh, but the authority is out. Um, and that's all I got. Do you have anything you want to add to a shameless plug? No. Okay. Well, then, how about some shout outs? My name is Dave, and you should listen to Brandon's shout outs. Make me famous. First shout-out goes to everybody who wished me a happy birthday uh, via Facebook, Twitter, by text message, a phone call, in person, etc. Thank you. You're welcome. Even though maybe two, three three of everybody that wished me a happy birthday listened to this. <laughs> but I appreciate really that it. Many? Yeah, that many. All right. Uh, next up goes to Damien Sandow. We spoke about him earlier. Uh, I still just think it's so absurd that he was released. So much, yeah. so much unused potential there. It's just it's unused just... potential. But honestly, he's one of those cases where he's better not in the WWE because now he's going to have time to he'll be have creative freedom, which is what he needs. And WWE is not giving him creative freedom. No, WWE should have just given him that main event push that was clearly on everybody's mind. They should have done it. The only time to do it was with that 
Yes. After that John Cena match. Yeah. That cash in the briefcase and they didn't. And then after that, he... I don't understand why he was in the mid... Like, tossed around so much after putting on a five-star match with John Cena, what, two years ago? Or last year? I don't... No, it was somewhat like 2014, probably. Yeah, it was a while ago. But after that, they should have pulled the trigger. They didn't. And... It's I mean, unfortunate. Mizdow was super over as well. Just, yeah, they never. They just no. They just yeah. did away. Yeah. And then of course the the mega powers was was getting to be big, and then just pulled pulled the plug. Yeah, but it sucks. But uh, last up is a shout out going to Aladdin for Sega Genesis. Awesome. Um, game. Yeah, it is, and I, I requested that Montreal Broski play it for. First thing in the morning, so I hope I hope that's a thing soon. Yeah, that is always a fun game to play. I was playing it recently, actually. On the emulator thing? Yeah, I was playing it recently. I, I don't know, like, maybe it's because of the controls on the keyboard. Uh, I just I can't get past the first part anymore. Really? I started playing, uh, I downloaded Steam to download video games and play. Right. Uh, if you if anybody listening is on Steam, you could add me as a friend at Marking Out. Um, yeah, I only have two games, but they're both like free games to play. One is the like, what is it, Bro Force? But it's Expenda Bros. It's like where you play. Yeah, at... no, you said all this last week, but if, oh, did if I? Some, yeah, if somebody adds you as a friend on Steam, does that mean like they can play these games with you, or is that yeah, specifically if, if they if we both purchase or own the same game, and if it's uh, the same platform, but there's also multi-platform games like playing PS. Or in a computer, I don't know. Which now all of a sudden maybe they're doing PS4 and Xbox One can go back and forth with each other. Yeah, something? like I don't know really how it works. I'm very new to it, but if you're on there, I think we could play uh, games together in like co-op modes and stuff like that. Hmm. Um, but I only have the free games right now. But feel free to, if you if you really want to sponsor uh, my video game problem, buy me a game. I'm I'll welcome it. Thanks. <laughs> Buy, me, buy some of my things from Amazon wish list. Yeah, right. I'll send you send you a eight by ten autograph. Yeah, <laughs> and the shirt that I'm wearing right now, which is what it is, my Michigan T-shirt. Well, no, it's a sleeveless Michigan shirt. Why do you have a Michigan shirt? Because uh, my cousin went to school there. So, like my cousin? Uh, no, my cousin Josh. Oh, yeah. My so. cousin goes there too, so screw you. <laughs> oh. What? No, you're right. Uh, yeah, so that was our show this week. Uh, check us out Twitter, marking out BTTG161, Dave the Rave underscore MO, Facebook.com slash marking out, YouTube.com slash marking out 11, uh, Pro Wrestling Tees.com slash marking out. And uh, we wish you. The you know what I, I've seen recently that just was blew my mind. Best of luck no, in no, the no. future. No, no, no. Wait, before we oh, do that, really? seriously. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that means that we have to completely redo that ending. Then we don't really have to redo. Well, it. I mean, we have to start from the beginning. But go ahead. I see people dumpster dive in GameStop. Dumpsters? Really? GameStop throws away like perfectly good games and stuff. No. Yeah, and they throw out like controllers. Sometimes there are systems that get thrown away. Wow. I, I was blown away Where did by you this. See this. 
I just happened to be like a related YouTube video, and I clicked it. I was like, what is this? And they 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 went in the dumpster. They sold GameStop back the games. <laughs> I've never. Why would you throw out? I don't understand corporations when they do stuff like that. Same thing yeah. with like food. Instead of donating it or whatever, like they just throw them out. Yeah. That's odd. There were other videos that, like, people, like, there was, like, a, a, a bin full of DVDs. Wow. That worked. Perfectly fine DVDs. That's wild. I would never get in a dumpster, would you? Yeah, I would. I would never. Have you met my family? Of course. Yeah. I'd probably do it with Bart. So this looks used. <laughs> <laughs> but we wish you the... the... Best of luck in your future endeavors. Have a wonderful week. Bye.